This message is a reminder to resist the devil when he comes against us and to confidently advance to destroy his works as we minister to others. Uh, let's stand to our feet please and hold a Bible high up in the air and make this declaration of who we are in God and who God is in us. Let's say this out loud, bold and strong. This is God's word. This is God speaking to me. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I will become everything God has promised. I'm saved, healed, delivered, redeemed. I'm blessed, victorious, prosperous, triumphant. I'm a minister of God, a servant of Christ, a channel of His blessing to many people. I receive his word. I believe his word. And I live by his word. Christ is my master. And to him, I am in absolute surrender. In Jesus' name. Amen. Very important truth that we live by as believers. The fact that the Lord Jesus Christ has defeated Satan. On the cross. And the fact that he's given you and me authority in his name and authority through who we are in him. But we have to use it. Whether it's for our own lives or whether when we are ministering to people. So many of us have heard some of these things, but I just want us to want to remind us of this truth, just remind us how we live. Uh, this out in everyday life uh, because there is an enemy the adversary the devil he doesn't keep quiet he comes against us as believers he comes against our mind our body and uh, things in our lives circumstances situations in our lives and we must stand up against the enemy amen so the sum sum title is simply say no devil <laughs> right? You're just going to say, devil, no. Right? So we just say, no devil, you're not going to do this. I'm not giving you permission. I'm not giving you a right of entry. I'm not giving you access. I'm not giving you room in any area of my life. Not my body, not my mind, not my circumstances, not my situations, not my family, not my marriage, not my children, not my business, not my profession, not my future. No devil. Amen? And that's the way we have to live. Rather than taking all that stuff that the devil will want to bring against us and then, you know, uh, we feel defeated and we go, we just barely go through things I go through situations and make it, you know, barely make it through. Uh, rather than just journeying through life like that, we need to rise up with what God, with what Jesus has completed on the cross, with what God has given you and me, and live by it, and live victorious lives, knowing that there is an enemy that might come against us. But the Bible is so clear that Jesus Christ, that our Lord Jesus, He disarmed and He defeated the devil on the cross and he handed that victory over to you and me see jesus didn't need to defeat the devil for his own self he was already god in heaven but he did it on your behalf and mine and we who believe in the lord jesus christ we walk in that victory we have the right to walk in that victory and 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 therefore uh you know, put out, put out the works of the enemy, things that he tries to do against us. Just to remind us, here are these scriptures. Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. The Bible talks about what Jesus did on the cross. In Colossians 2, verse 15, the Bible says, He disarmed principalities and powers. So, principalities and powers uh, is just biblical term to refer to demonic powers. Demonic spirits, spiritual wickedness. So he disarmed them. When you disarm something, it has no more effectiveness in your life. So he disarmed the principalities and powers. And he made a show of them, 
triumphing over them in it on the cross. So Jesus, he triumphed, he conquered, he vanquished demonic forces, the powers of darkness. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14 says this. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same. That through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. Through his death, through what he did on the cross, through what took place on the cross, Jesus destroyed the one who has the power of death, that is the devil. The devil had power of death. The devil had power of sickness. The devil had power of confusion. Whatever the devil does, Jesus destroyed him, conquered him, vanquished him. And that victory he granted to you and me. Amen? Now we need to be so confident, so rested, so assured of this. That when you face the enemy, you're not facing the enemy as, Whoa, this devil is so big, so strong. No, 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 no. The one who's so big, so strong, the one who's so powerful is God. And the devil, as far as you and I are concerned, is a defeated enemy. His works are defeated. His works, his ability to bring death, to bring confusion, to bring sickness, to bring disease. As far as you and I are concerned as believers, he is defeated. And, and we've got to rest assured in that. There's got to be no question in our minds that as far as the devil is concerned, he is defeated. In Isaiah 53 verse 12, in the Old Testament, um, the, the, the King, New King James brings it out, or the King James brings it out very clearly, that Jesus, after he conquered the enemy, he divided the spoil with the strong. That means he shared his victory with others. The strong. You and I are the strong. The believers. People in him. He divided the spoil. He shared that victory with you and me. Meaning we walk in the triumph of the cross. We walk in that victory. We can live in that victory. Now we understand that Satan and his demons, the devils, are in operation in this world for a period of time. They have been given access to this world for a period of time. So evil continues. They continue to do their, their works. We know there will come a time and all of that will end. And we, we as believers will rule and reign with Jesus on the earth. And, and God will establish his kingdom on the earth. And we know that. But for now, as we are journeying through life, the enemy is operating. He's at work. He's doing things. Those who are unsaved, those who don't know the truth of what Christ did on the cross, they don't know how to stand against the enemy. And so the enemy has free access. He can do whatever he wants. And they don't know the truth. They can't resist. But you and I as believers, we know the truth. We've been given authority. And so we need to take a hold of that. We need to use that against the enemy. Amen? Now, we are living in what we could say as enemy-occupied territory. So that means right now the earth... Is enemy occupied territory. It was handed over to him through Adam. When he sinned, he came under obedience to the devil. He listened to what the devil said. So he handed what God had given to him. He had handed it over to the devil. The earth was originally given to Adam, to man. But then through his disobedience, he handed the earth to the devil. For a period of time, God's going to bring that to an end. So right now, Satan is called the God of this world. And we are in enemy-occupied territory. So when you step into enemy-occupied territory, obviously there's going to be all these bullets flying around. There's going to be things that the enemy is doing. And so as believers, it is not surprising that we will face demonic attacks. We will face demonic assaults. It's not surprising. We are in that kind of a territory. Are you with me? So becoming a believer is not an insulation from demonic attack. It's not like, okay, I believe in Jesus, so from now on, there is no devil that's going to come against me. That's not what Jesus said. But becoming a believer empowers you and me, not only to live victorious against the enemy, but to do damage to what the enemy is doing. And that's the reason why we are here. We are in enemy-occupied territory 
not just for ourselves. We are here for the sake of the people who are still under his control, still under his influence. We are here as God's agents to deliver them and bring them out. So you're saying, you know, why did God leave me here on earth? I'm sure he could have easily taken us all to heaven the moment we got saved. But he's got work to be done on the earth. He needs people like you and me who know the truth, who believe in the cross of Jesus, to go into the enemy-occupied territory and say, Devil, you've got to release all these people. We are here to get them out of your control. To bring them out from the power of Satan and to bring them into the kingdom of lights. Amen? So in the process, the enemy will attempt to assault us attack us so as believers yes we will face demonic attacks against our body trying to bring sickness and disease now i know it can be a big theological question and a big theological debate but to put it very simply i firmly believe that sickness and disease is of the devil finished now i know sometimes we get into trouble ourselves we don't take care of our bodies but originally Sickness and disease didn't come from God. If you don't believe it, there is no sickness and disease in heaven. Amen? So sickness and disease, it's demonic. It's not from God. And so we stand up against it. And the devil can use that against us, against our bodies, coming against us. Similarly, he can attack believers in the area of the mind. Bringing confusions, depression, deception, fear, intimidation, all kinds of things. Temptation. Lust, all these things. He's attacking the area of the minds. He can attack the believer in the circumstances of life. Trying to disrupt and steal the joy and the peace and the victory, the blessing and the prosperity in which God wants us to walk in. So he can try to disrupt those kinds of things in life. Are you with me? And we must be convinced that these kinds of things are the works of the devil. Otherwise, we're going to be in that, I don't know, kind of a situation. Maybe this, this is God. And if you even have that kind of a thinking, you are not going to be able to resist that work as though it was of the devil. Because hey, if it's from God, you're going to ask God, give me some more of this. Are you understand? But if it's of the devil, then you stand up, you and I, we stand up against it and say, no, this work is of the devil. I say, no, devil. No. Amen. So we need to be convinced in our hearts that sickness, disease, things that attack our minds, things that disrupt the peace and the joy and the blessing and the goodness and the mercies of God in our life, things that try to steal and kill and destroy these things in our life, that these are the works of the devil. You be convinced. So then we can stand up and say, no devil, I recognize what you're trying to do. I'm standing up against this. It's not going to touch me. But if we have some sort of doubt, you know, maybe this is God blessing me with sickness and disease, then we cannot resist it. Because why would you want to resist something God is blessing you with, even though it's messing up your life? So let's be absolutely convinced about this. And, and, and we're not going to you know, go against, uh, try to prove that theologically at this point. But also when we are ministering to other people, when we are ministering to other people, we will find demonic activity we find people around us who are disturbed troubled uh, in their body or oppressed in the body in some way or another we'll find people who are troubled in their minds all kinds of things in their minds confusions depression bondages things that trouble the mind the soul of a person we may even run into people who are possessed with demons and then they, there are those moments when they lose complete control we'll find these kinds of people now, I know living in the city, we don't see too much of this. That's why when you go on mission trips, you see a lot of this. But that doesn't mean the devil doesn't work in cities. He's just, he's just maybe, his working is a little bit more sophisticated. <laughs> but he's still at work. And so when we're ministering to people, whether in the cities or out in the villages, there is demonic activity. And you'll find it. And so when, in order to set people free, in order to help people, in order to serve people, we once again must know our authority. And once again, we must know how to go and say, no devil, you will not do this in that person's life. I'm coming as a child of God. I'm coming as an ambassador of Jesus Christ to destroy what the devil is doing. That's who each one of us are as believers in Jesus Christ. Amen? 
Now, I just want to remind us about the basis of authority, our basis. On what basis can we stand against the devil for our own lives, whether it's our body or our mind or things around us? And on what basis can we go and minister to people and destroy what the devil is doing in their lives? I mean, what gives us the right to do it? What is uh, uh, the basis on which we do it? I just want to remind us of some of the things uh, that, that the Bible presents to us. The first one I've already mentioned is that the, is a completed work of Christ on the cross. Whenever you go against any work of the devil, the reason you and I can challenge that and destroy it, the reason you and I can say, no devil, you're not going to do this, is because Jesus triumphed over Satan and all his demonic powers on the cross. Because of that, the work is done. The enemy is defeated. And you and I are standing in a completed work, in a place of victory. And from that place of victory, we are resisting what the devil is doing against us, or we are destroying what the devil is doing in somebody else's life. From a place of victory. And that place of victory is a place of strength. Amen? It's guaranteed success. Because it's the completed work of Jesus Christ on the cross. And we looked at verses on that. Secondly, it's the authority we have in Jesus' name. Just one reference, Mark 16, verse 17. Jesus said, these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. Mark 16, verse 17. These signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. Jesus said that. The, the right to use the name. The right For you and I to walk in the authority that is in that name has been given to us. Right? So it's legally known as the power of attorney. That means somebody gives to you the legal right to use their name and whatever their name carries. Whatever their name can accomplish. They give you the right to operate in that. That's the power of attorney. And that's what's been given to every believer. Jesus Christ has given you the power of attorney to use his name. Now, I'm sure if, you know, the president of your company or this, you know, the CEO of your organization, the head of your school, whatever, some person in a senior position came to you and said, from today, I'm giving you power of attorney. That means anything that his name has jurisdiction over, whether the school, the organization, whatever entity, you have the right to exercise that in that jurisdiction. Are you with me? Now just take this to several levels, infinite levels higher. The king of all kings. The lord of this universe. The one whose name the Bible says, every knee will bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. This Jesus has given to every believer the power of attorney. And said, you use my name. Use my name. And his name has jurisdiction in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. This is huge. This is huge. That he would entrust it to you and me as believers, the right to use such a great and awesome name. Huge. And he said, use his name. To do what? Cast out devils. Mess around with them. Use my name. When you pray, pray to the Father. Use my name. When you gather together, use my name in everything you do. The right things you do. Right? Whatever you do, do it in his name. Not a joke. Hey, if the Prime Minister of India came and gave that to you, I'm sure you'd be so happy. We'd be so happy. I got something. But think about this. Jesus Christ, he said, in my name, as believers, you've got the authority, the right to use that name. Amen? So, what we need to do is to have faith in that name. Know what's contained in that name and have faith in it when we use it. Man, if you don't have confidence in that name, if we don't have confidence in that name, we'll be very reluctant, we'll use it very reluctantly. Uh, uh, In the name of this person who is called... uh, 
because you're reluctant. You don't know what that name carries. You don't know what that name can do. We don't know how powerful that name is. But when we know how great that name is, when we have faith, confidence in that name, then we use that name boldly against what the enemy is doing. Amen? That's the second reason. When you say, in Jesus' name, you're saying, devil, listen, I'm speaking to you in the name of the one who has authority in heaven, earth, and hell. You have nowhere to go. This is the name of the one who has all authority in heaven and on earth. And you have zero authority against this name. So I'm expecting you to leave. I'm expecting victory to be given to me. Because I'm coming against you in that name. Amen? The second or the third basis of our authority, either in resisting the devil for our own lives or when you're ministering to other people, is our identity in Christ. Who are we? Who are you in Jesus? You need to know that. We need to know our identity. That we are not just, you know, ordinary people who are just trying to make it through life. But when we got born again, when we got saved, God did a great work in us. He brought us into Christ. He made us one with Jesus Christ himself. We must know that identity. And we operate out of that identity against the enemy. We are the redeemed of God. Satan has no claim on us, no right over us. You need to be absolutely convinced about that. Devil, you've got no right on me. No right over my life. No right over anything that concerns me. Because in Christ, I am redeemed. I am the redeemed of the Lord. I am God's property. That's it. Satan has no claim, no right over anything over our lives. We are the redeemed of the Lord. We are seated with Christ in heavenly realms, in heavenly places. At the right hand of God. We are seated with Jesus. So we are in a place of great authority. Are you with me so far? So that's our identity in Jesus. You need to be convinced about it. So when we are speaking against devils that are coming against us, we're not speaking from a place lower than them. We are speaking in a place that is much greater than them. We are speaking to them from the right hand of God, from the throne of God. Whoa, they're going to receive those orders. Amen? So when you say, no devil... It's not like, no, devil, please. (laughs) No. We are not speaking from a place lower than them. We are speaking from the right hand of God. Meaning this word is coming against the enemy from the throne of God. Because that's where you and I are seated. In Christ. That's our position. So you need to say with assurance, with confidence. I mean, don't have to shout and scream. That's not the point. The point is that you speak with authority, knowing who you are in Jesus. You minister with that authority. Amen? A king who sits on his throne and he knows his power, he doesn't have to really shout and scream. He can just say, because he knows who he is. He knows that the word of a king has power. In his jurisdiction, it has to be done. And here we are in the throne of God, the right hand of God. The the, the throne that has authority over the entire earth and and you know everything God's created you're seated there and so when we release that word that command against the enemy it's a word that has to be obeyed fourthly it's the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit the Bible says greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world that's first John chapter 4 and verse 4 so greater is he who is in me I mean that word greater it seems to be so small to describe The greatness of the one who is actually in us. The Holy Spirit who is in us. The Holy Spirit who is in you is infinitely greater than any devil, any demonic power that's coming against you. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So whether it's the devil coming against you, your circumstance, your situation, the greater one is in you. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So if your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, how dare the devil mess with your body, which is God's temple. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors. You're not just a conqueror, you're more than a conqueror. You're more than victorious. You're more than triumphant. So he didn't just say you are triumphant or you are victorious. He says, hey guys, we are just more than that. Meaning our victory, our triumph, 
is something so great, so assured for us. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And he continues in verse 38 and he, he goes on. He says, because there is nothing, and he mentions no principality or power, more, no demonic work. And he mentions a list of other things that can separate us from the love that God has for us in Jesus Christ. Because God loves us so much, he says, we are more than conquerors. Nothing can separate us from that love. Nothing can separate us. And so we are more than conquerors. Even the devil and his demons cannot separate us from the love that God has for us. There is nothing the devil can do, nothing the devil can try against you that can separate you from the love that God has for you. And that's why you are more than a conqueror. And you go knowing that God's on my side. God loves me. God's backing me up when I'm doing this. Nothing can separate me from that love that God has for me. I am more than a conqueror. Amen. So this is the basis with which we resist the enemy in our personal lives. Or when we go out to minister to people. We are coming in that authority to bless their lives. To set them free. Now, I just want to remind us of some scriptures here uh, that instruct us on how we resist demonic attacks. And, and uh, I just want to quickly mention that and then we will take some time to pray. In James chapter 4 and verse 7, the Bible says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So as a believer, I'm responsible for doing two things. First, I need to submit to God. That means... I bring that area of my life in submission, into alignment, into obedience to God. So if it's an area of temptation, if it's uh, whatever area the devil is coming against you as a believer, you say, God, this area of my life, I'm bringing it in submission to you. I'm bringing it aligned to you. I'm obeying. I'm coming under obedience to what your word says in that area of my life. I'm submitting that area of my life. I'm submitting myself entirely to you. All of me is yours. Submit to God. Because Authority flows through submission. When I submit to God, His authority flows through me. When He reigns in me, He can reign through me. So submission is important. I submit to God. I will say submit to God. Now resist the devil. That means that's again my responsibility as a believer. I need to say, no devil. So why doesn't God stop the devil? Because He told you and me to stop him. Who is supposed to resist the devil? God didn't say, you submit to me and I'll resist the devil. He said, Submit to God and resist the devil. Are you listening? The responsibility of resisting the devil is the believers. You and I have to say, no devil. No. Resist the devil. But when we do that, then God steps in on on the scene. God says, okay, I'm going to engage. I'm going to stand up against this. I'm going to resist that with you. Submit to God. Resist the devil. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. Again, just reminding us about these scriptures. The Bible says, be sober, be vigilant, alert on God. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. In other words, don't fall asleep. At least not in life, even if you fall asleep during the sermon. Be alert, be sober, be vigilant, be alert. Why? In life, you've got to be alert. For your family, be alert. For your marriage, be alert. For your children, be alert. Be watchful. You know, don't fall asleep. And then after five years, you wake up and say, what happened to my son? I mean, don't do that. Be alert. Be vigilant. Be sober. Be watchful. That's our responsibility. The moment you see the enemy beginning to make entry, attempting to make entry, beginning to intrude, take action. But if you and I are asleep, try one step. No reaction from these people. Another step. No reaction. Third step, not they have fallen asleep. They don't even know I'm coming. And soon he's, he's gotten well into our world. Are you listening? Those are alert. Amen. <laughs> so the Bible puts that responsibility on you and me. Be alert. Always alert. On guard. Be vigilant. Why? Because you have an adversary. And he comes very stealthily. He doesn't announce his arrival. He's like a lion. Attacking its prey goes against very stealthily. So be alert. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, like a, like a lion, like a roaring lion, 
is looking for opportunities to do his work, seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for opportunities to come in and, and steal, kill, and destroy. He's looking for those entry points. He's looking for those areas where we are kind of sleeping over. He's looking. So be alert. Be with children. Then he says, verse 9, Whom resist? Once again, you're standing up to it. Whom resist? Say no, devil. Whom resist? You resist. Being steadfast, being strong in your faith, in what you believe, in what you're convinced about. So all these things that we talked about, the fact that Jesus has conquered the devil, the fact that we've been given authority in the name of Jesus, the fact that we have the power, the word of God, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, be confident of these things, be firm in these things. You resist being firm in your faith. Amen? So there's got to be that confidence in our hearts when we resist the devil. I'm alert, I'm vigilant. The moment I see something being disturbed, uh, it personally, in my mind or my body, are in things that concern me. The moment I see something, I need to stand up and say, no devil, you're not coming through. Now I'm resisting this work in the name of Jesus Christ because that victory has been won and I have the right. I've been given the authority to walk uh, in peace and joy and blessing. I've been, gi- I've been given access to every blessing of God. So you can't steal it. Can't steal my joy, can't steal my peace, can't uh, steal the comfort, the strength, the confidence that I'm supposed to walk in. No fear in my life, no confusion. Amen? Another verse here. Ephesians 4 and verse 27. Paul's writing to believers and he says, Don't give place to the devil. Ephesians 4, 27. Don't give place to the devil. See again, the responsibility is on you and me. To say, no devil, I'm giving you no place. Literally, no foothold. Give no foothold. You can't even make one step into this territory. I'm not giving you a foothold. Give no place to the devil. You stand up, we fight. Two more verses. First John 5:18. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin, meaning does not continue in sin in the context of the verses there. But he who has been born of God keeps himself. And the wicked one does not touch him. He who was born of God keeps. The word keep means guards. He protects himself. So that's my responsibility. He who was born of God does not continue in sin. That's my lifestyle. But he who was born of God keeps himself. He guards himself. He's got his armor on. His defense is up. He guards himself. And what will happen? That... Wicked one cannot touch him. Cannot. That's the word of God. You and I can actually live lives where the wicked one cannot even touch us. Do you believe it? It's the word. But he's told us what to do. Don't continue in sin and you guard yourself. Protect yourself. Don't leave any door open, no window open. Stand on guard. And that wicked one cannot touch you. And here's the last verse that Jesus himself gave, said. John 14, 13. He said, he's telling his disciples, this is just prior to his crucifixion. He says, I will no longer talk much with you. For the ruler of this world is coming. And he has nothing in me. John 14, 30. The ruler of this world is coming. The devil's coming. But he's got nothing in me. Nothing in me. There's nothing. That he has access to in me. No entry point in my life. Can't get through. And that's the way. You and I as believers can also live. Sure the, the devils, demons. They're going to try to come against us. Sometimes they're small demons. Sometimes they're big devils. It doesn't matter. But if we live a life where we're not continuing in sin. We've got our defenses up. The devil cannot touch us. He'll come. But he'll find nothing in us. Find nothing in us. Amen. So your business is guarded, your profession is guarded, your family is guarded, your children are guarded, things around you are guarded. You stand, you fight. You fight over these things. This is my property. This is God's property. This has been dedicated to God. And so devil, you will not gain access. I'm standing guard. Amen? Now this is the same way we minister to other people. I'll make a few comments on this. We close. 
when we go out to deliver people from demonic works, and we go out to minister to people who might be oppressed in body and mind and maybe possessed with demonic powers, we minister on the same basis. We go because the work is completed by Jesus on the cross, because we've got the power of attorney of Jesus' name, because our identity is in Jesus and we are coming from who we are in Christ, because the Holy Spirit is in us and upon us, because we know the power of the spoken word is the sword of the Spirit. When we speak the word, the Holy Spirit goes into action and there's the unfailing love of God on our lives. He loves us so much, we are more than conquerors. And so now we go out to minister to other people. And we say, devil, I say no to what you're doing in this person's life. I destroy your works in this person's life. That's what Jesus did in his ministry. First John 3 verse 8, the Bible says, For this purpose the Son of Man was manifested, he came into this world to destroy the works of the devil. He came to destroy the works of the devil. What did he do? He healed the sick, he cleansed the lepers, he raised the dead, he cast out devils. He destroyed the works of the devil. And Jesus sent us to do the same thing. Go destroy the works of the devil. So ministering, ministering to somebody, say, devil, in Jesus' name, I destroy everything you've done in their lives. And you have the right, the authority to do that. I set them free from your works in Jesus' name. And then you decree, you command healing, you command deliverance, you command wholeness, and you stand with them to see it through. Are you with me? Amen? So it's time for you and I as believers to be firm in this truth. It's simple, yes, it's so, but yet it is so important for us to say, no, devil, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do this. Get help if you need it. Sometimes we need reinforcement. When an army is out in battle, it's their combined effort often that brings success. It's not the lone soldier who's going to defeat the enemy. We work as an army. So get reinforcement. Let's work together. So if you need help personally, get one, two, three, how many other people you can. Just say, Let's, can you fight with me on this? Pray together with me on this. Use the authority God's given us together with me on this matter in my life. So get reinforcement. Nothing wrong with that. Or when you're out ministering, go in twos or threes or whatever number. You go as a team. You go you know, as an army. When Jesus sent his disciples out to ministry, he sent them out two by two. Go together. So again, when you're out to minister to people, minister together. We walk on the basis of what God's given to us in Jesus. Amen? Let's stand to our feet. We're going to take a few moments just to pray. Uh, call our worship team up, please. And we can just sing, for, uh, sing a song here. And then what I want to do this morning is to lead us in a declaration. I know we, we do our you know, regular declaration every Sunday or almost every Sunday. But this morning, as we just worship God a little bit, I'm going to lead us just to say no devil over our own lives, personal lives, over things that may concern us, and just take that stand. Some of, maybe some of us have been doing that actively, but some of us may have become passive. We haven't done it in a while. When was the last time you said no devil? When was the last time you stood against something the devil was coming against you with? I don't know. But in case we become passive, I just want to stir us up in that area and, and, and say this morning, no devil, enough is enough. Not against my body, not against my mind, not against my finances, not against my family, not against my children, not against my home, not against whatever I'm doing. And you will not steal my joy. You will not take away what God has blessed me with. Amen. And I believe that as we just make that declaration, I'm believing, I'm expecting things to happen in our lives. So this morning, if there are areas in our life, you say, where maybe the enemy has gained a foothold by some means or the other. Uh, maybe there's areas where you've been facing attacks. Maybe there are areas where you've been facing some sort of an assault in your life. And maybe you feel the enemy has gained a little bit of ground. As we make this declaration this morning, I want you to expect the power of God to flow through your life, in your life, for you, in your circumstances, for you, and see things change. See deliverance to see victory. Right, we're just going to sing a song.
is free indeed. Oh, the sun sets free 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 is free indeed. Who the sun sets free is free Through you the kingdom comes Through you the battle's won Through you I'm not afraid Through you the prize is paid Through you there's victory Because of you I'm free To you the kingdom comes, to you the battle's won, to you I'm not afraid, to you the prize is paid, to you there's victory, because I am free, I am free, I am free to run. I am free to run. I am free to dance. I am free to dance. I am free to live for you. I am free to live for you. I am free. I am free. I am free. I am free to run. I am free to run. I am free again. I am free to dance. I am free to live for you. I am free to live for you. I am free. I am free. I am free. To you, the kingdom come. To you, the battles won. To you, I'm not afraid. To you the prize is paid To you there's victory Because my heart I am I am Who the sun sets free Who the sun sets free Is free indeed Who the sun sets free Is free indeed Sunset's free, it's free indeed. Who the sun sets free, it's free indeed. To you the blind will see, to you the mute will sing, to you the dead will rise, to you all hearts will pray, to you the darkness flees. To you my heart screams, I am free, I am free, I am free to run, I am free to run, I am free to dance, I am free to dance, I am free to live for you, I am free to live for you, I am free. Thank you, Lord God. We just want to thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. And Father, we just thank you for everything you've done for us as believers, everything you've given to us as people who believe in your Son, Jesus. And Father, your heart's desire for, is for each one of us to walk in victory, to walk in your blessing which you've put upon us, to walk in your mercies and your goodness upon our lives and we want to do that father and so Lord based on what we've heard this morning we stand against the devil and as each one join together and and we make this declaration 
Holy Spirit, I ask that by your presence, by your power in this place, that chains will be broken, that works of darkness that may have gained some access or any access in our lives will be demolished, O God. And things in our minds, things in our bodies, things in any other areas of our lives that may in some way have come under demonic control will be set free, will be regained. And your kingdom authority reestablished to God in those areas. And your blessing, your joy, your triumph, your victory will flow once again, will cover once again those areas of our lives Holy Spirit I invite you to come and do this work in every person's life as we together make this declaration let's say this together if you believe this you believe it just say this with me I'm a child of God Jesus has won the victory for me and in Jesus name I say, no devil, no devil, you will not have access to my mind. You will not take my joy or my peace or the blessing of God on my mind. I am blessed in my mind. I have the peace of God. I have a sound mind. I say devil you will not touch my body every sickness every disease you're broken off my body in Jesus name my body is healed by the stripes of Jesus my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit fills my body with His life. Devil, you have no access to my body. And I say, no devil, you will not touch my family. You will not touch my children. You will not touch my home. You will not touch my finances. You will not touch my profession. And you will not touch my future. My present is blessed. My future is blessed. I have the righteousness, the joy, the peace, the blessing of God all over my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus, name. In, Jesus name. in Jesus name in Jesus name amen 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 amen, amen. amen. God amen. amen father we thank you we bless you and Lord I pray each one will just walk in your blessings the devil will have no entrance in any of our lives and in the name of Jesus I speak the blessing of God upon each person here upon their lives upon their homes upon their marriages upon their children upon their finances and I say no devil you will not touch their lives I speak the healing of God over their bodies I speak the wholeness of God over their minds and I say no devil you will not touch them in the name of Jesus Christ I declare their bodies healed their minds sound wholeness in their lives I declare the blessing of God in every area of their lives in the name of Jesus and I declare the fire of God in each one that each one will be a flaming witness for Jesus a bold, a daring and unashamed witness for Jesus I declare the works of God coming forth through their lives that wherever they go they will demonstrate the power of God the works of Jesus will come forth through their lives 
they will heal the sick they will cast out devils they will work miracles because each one is empowered and anointed by God to do the works of Jesus and I declare this over this people in Jesus name Amen 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 so expect things to happen Amen expect good things it's yours it's ours in Jesus Amen Right before we close this morning, if there's any person here, you've come here, you've been shocked by what you saw. But you feel in your heart, you really want to give your life over to Jesus Christ. And said, these guys, even though they may sound a little crazy, I think they are good. And I want what they have. I want to have this kind of faith. I want to have this kind of life in Jesus. You can have it. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and that you may have life abundantly abundant life it's yours if you will believe in Jesus and let Jesus be the Lord of your life so let's take a moment right now if we can all just close our eyes for a minute if there's any person here and that you've never in your life said Jesus I want what you bring to me I want you to forgive my sin I want your abundant life I want what these people have. I want you, Jesus. If you feel like doing that, then I want you to just pray this prayer with me this morning and let Jesus take over your life. Even if there's one person here this morning and you want to do it, you can pray this with me. Lord Jesus, take over my life. Forgive my sins. Bring me into your family. And give me this abundant life. And I want to follow you. And you alone. The rest of my life. And I pray this. In Jesus name. Amen. Let's close. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to his power that's at work in us and through us. Unto him be glory in the church always in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for being here this morning. Have a great Sunday afternoon. Restful Sunday. And see you again. We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contact at apcwo.org. Also visit our website www.apcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.